Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. Got a lot to get to, but real quick, if you haven't done it, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. And don't forget, today's episode is presented to you by the great people over at Sugar Fire in Westminster. If you're looking for some good barbecue, that's the place to go. Also, Superbook Sports Colorado. I'll tell you more about them here in a second, but giving you a quick preview of the show. Is this the best prank ever? Well, maybe to everyone except the person it's happening to. Also, people are locked in on their cell phones, and that can be very dangerous, especially if you add an angry bull into the mix. Don't judge a book by its cover, and don't sit on people who don't want it. (laughs) I shouldn't have to say that, but hey, here we are. A lot of people are bagging on the small scoreboard at Folsom Field, and Aaron Rodgers is done for the season with a torn Achilles. What does that mean for the Denver Broncos? We'll get into that. But uh, real quick, why bet with the big boys this football season? Instead, this fall, try your hand with the local book, Superbook Sports. Superbook Sports is the, the book next door, just a dedicated team of best odds makers in Las Vegas, making sure you get the best prices and parlays anywhere. And right now, Superbook's going to give you a bonus of up to $250 when you sign up with and wager on the same day and use the promo code MILEHIGH. So go ahead and bet with the best this season. Use promo code MILEHIGH this football season with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. And if you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Before we get into headlines, I have to say this because it really just annoys me. Have you ever done this? You get a new pair of pants or shorts and you had them on for like maybe a week or so. And then the stupid button falls off. That just happened to me. I'm like, you know, use the restroom and I go to button up my pants and I'm like, what? What? No. Why? They're brand new. Are you kidding me? Not like it's that hard to fix. A button is is one of the easiest things you can sew on. But come on, how bad of a job is your, because that's a machine. You know that's a machine doing it. Like, how how bad is that machine? Come on, do some extra laces on that, that button. I'm sorry. It's just one of those things that drives me crazy. I would rather pay an extra, like, couple bucks to have somebody, like, physically sew a button a little bit better. Sorry. These are the things that bug me as an adult. (laughs) I'm like, come on. I'm not asking for much in life. Just buttons that don't fall off after I've had them on, you know, worn the pair of pants like three times. It's ridiculous. Anyway, you know, you know, it's not ridiculous. Actually, it kind of is. Let's jump into some headlines. Let's go. Let's go. And now here are the headlines. (laughs) Now, this is nothing new as far as the joke is concerned or the prank is concerned because a guy did this a few years ago to his ex-girlfriend, and it's just just mean. Funny, funny, let's be honest, it's funny, but mean. Well, now this person, she doesn't know who did this. Taylor Page, she's from Sydney, Australia, and she's searching for answers after someone gave out her cell phone number And people are calling her and doing their best Chewbacca impression. You know, Chewbacca, the big hairy guy from Star Wars. I can't. I am horrible at Chewbacca. 
that that guy, right? Because I believe we've talked about that guy that did that to his ex-girlfriend. Mean, but I respect it. I respect it. So Paige kept getting all these calls. And she's like, who the heck, why are they doing this? People literally call and just start doing a Chewbacca mess or a voice. And if she doesn't answer, that's what her voicemail is filled with. So she asked one of the callers, where did you get my number? And why the heck are you guys doing this? Well, one of the callers was just like, it was on a poster. And somebody said that if you call this number and you leave your best impression of Chewbacca, you get a chance to win $100. I'm sorry. That's just, just great. It reminds me of when I was a kid and my brother and I, this is before caller ID. We would prank people and, and, and you just can't do that nowadays. And now, if anybody calls you that you don't know who they are, it's, it's a scam. Just assume that if it's not a family member or friend or a work acquaintance, it's a scam. I, I just don't trust anybody that calls me. <laughs> I don't. Be like, I don't know. This is the police department, and you're at my door, and you want me to come out? Baloney. <laughs> um, we, my brother and I used to do this at, late at night, and I apologize if, if you're ever one of the victims of this. But we would call, and it's kind of funny, considering the, the path I took I, I, as far as career goes you know, working in sports talk radio for almost 20 years and now doing this. it We used to call people, just go through the phone book, call people, and you would have their name, obviously. And you'd be like, hello, is this Dave? And he was like, yeah, who, who is this? Because it's like one o'clock in the morning. Be like, Dave, this is so-and-so from Y108, and you are a winner. Boo, 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 boo. And we'd have like sound effects in the background, like like a little bell and stuff. And we'd tell people that they want a trip to like Hawaii or something like that. All expenses paid. And we would just go on for like a minute. And, you know, sometimes we'd screw it up and they'd, they'd be like, you son of a bitch, lose this number. I'm going to find you. <laughs> and we're like, no, you're not. But that, that's what this reminds me of, is we used to do that all the time. And then caller ID became a thing, and then we're like, yeah, we got to stop this. <laughs> we're going to get hunted down and beat up. So I don't know. I, I think this is, this is funny, and it would be hilarious if this happened to somebody other than myself because I'd get really pissed off at this after like two times. Be like, okay. Okay, who the hell is doing this? Be a lot of block numbers, I'll tell you that much. I want to think, is there good... Because I, I think that's... If you know who the person is, it's a pretty pretty funny prank. But you got to be careful, because that could just go crazy. But is there really good pranks you can do with phones now? I feel like this is a really good one, but really annoying. Because we all get tired of solicitors. No matter how many times I put myself on the no solicitation list, I always get them. And it's always like, it shows up like, it says like Mary Swanson or whatever on the my caller ID on my phone. And it's like some guy from India. He's like, hello. I can't do, I can't do an Indian accent. I just think of like, um, 
I don't know. I can't, I can't do an Indian accent, but you know what I'm saying? So we'll just say it's like, um, uh, an Irish guy. Well, top of the morning to you. This is Mary. I was wondering if you had a time to talk to me about your IRS payments. I'd be like, what? You don't work for the IRS. You're sure shit not Mary. <laughs> See, I can do an Irish accent. Yeah, it's identical to everybody in Ireland. Irish people listening to this going, I'm going to beat the snort out of him if I see him after I drink this point. <laughs> I'm kidding. Irish people have a sense of humor. They get it. They get it. <laughs> uh, at an August 30th, I'm going to butcher this, uh, bow and blot. I don't even know how to say it. I'm sorry. I should just, the English translation is bowl with balls. Excuse me, what'd you say? That bowl is all balls? Yes, cowboy, I said that. It's an event in Alaskar, or Alcazar in a province in Spain, okay? I should just say in Spain. <laughs> you know me, not very smart. Anyway, a runner was attacked while playing on his cell phone. The man was treated for non-serious gore, a uh, non-serious gore wound on the side of his body. Must have been a scrape. Because if I get gored by a bull, I assume that it impaled me. But if it's non-serious, maybe it's just a scrape. I don't know. I guess it depends on your toughness. Be like, sir, you have a giant chunk of meat missing from your side of your your body. He's like, it's fine. Just get me some duct tape. We'll be good. And some whiskey. They're like, okay, buddy. During the festivities, a bull with burning balls. Of, okay. When I first read this, I was like, they put flames on his, his, his junk? That's messed up. But they put flaming balls on uh, in a material attached to its horns. Still not a nice thing to do to a bull. But then they let the, the bull roam around the streets while participants try and dodge it. <laughs> what the heck is wrong with people? What the hell? Now, you wonder why bulls get mad and gore people. This isn't like the first instance where somebody got hurt at this festivity. Like, like a kid got ran over and hurt, and people get hurt all the time. You mess with the bull, you get the horns. <laughs> okay? Especially if they're they're flaming. <laughs> what I seriously though, when I first read that, I was like, "That's so jacked up. Why would they light the bull's balls on fire?" <laughs> right? I'm sorry, not to be immature, because you know me, I'm super mature. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> but it's like, come on. And then, then, like, here's the other thing that that I look at with this story. One, it's jacked up to do that to the bulls but would be kind of neat to see. Be like, oh my God, this is like straight out of like a nightmare, like a raging bull running after you with flaming uh, horns. My God. But the other thing is like, if you're in a situation where there's bulls running around, regardless if they have flames coming out of their horns or not, why would you be looking at your cell phone? Right? I'd be on, I'd be so on edge. Be like, oh my God, there, there could be a, a flaming bull around any corner. Stupid. But it it reminded me the other day I was at the Orchard Mall up in Westminster, 
And a lady was, I was in my car and I'm at the cross at the stop sign and she had a crosswalk. She's walking from the sidewalk to the crosswalk. Never. And I'm like looking at her, making sure I was like, is she going or is she staying? She never once looks up and she continues texting on her phone or whatever the heck she's doing on her phone and continues to walk across the street. And my daughter even said something. She's like, she's not even paying attention. She's going to get ran over. I'm like, yeah, no kidding. She's just assuming that it, like the, that everybody's going to stop. Don't assume people are going to stop for you. They will hit you. Do you ever see the, the movie Elf with Will Ferrell? The yellow ones don't stop. <laughs> And that's the that's the thing, especially when you're in a, a busy city. Now, I was up in Westminster, not as chaotic as, say, a bigger city like Denver. But you just assume people aren't going to stop. Just assume that the driver is a jerk or isn't paying attention because you're going to get ran over. Then what? You're going to be either dead, which is a problem, or you're going to be messed up for a good amount of time. Just get off your phone. I, I know it's hard because there's a lot of things that are addicting on your phone. You're probably, she was probably listening to the podcast. Let's be honest. She's like, oh, that's a good episode. Got to listen to that one. <laughs> he just tickles my funny bone, doesn't he? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. It, it just, we need, I'm guilty of it too. Don't, I'm, don't act like, I'm judging everybody. I am judging you, but I'm also judging myself because I, I, I'm guilty of doing stupid stuff like that as well. And then when I catch myself, I'm like, what the heck am I doing? Stop, you dummy. I don't want to be a pancake. Oh, God, I just couldn't imagine. But if you see, if you're ever in an environment where a bull has flaming balls on its horns, pay attention. That's all I got to say. And maybe stay indoors. <laughs> how how stupid is that, too? Because, like, if it gets you and it lights you on fire. I, I, I don't understand why that's still a thing. Why would they allow that to happen? So freaking stupid. How is PETA not all over that? So I read this, and I judged it before I clicked on the link. So... This is the title. I refused to give up my bus seat, so an elder lady sat on my lap. And I'm like, at first, I'm like, good for her, bad on you. Then I clicked the article. And then my opinion changed. So the lady that was sitting down that refused to give up her seat, she's disabled. She has some sort of chronic illness, and she has chronic back and hip pain. Trust me, as somebody that has uh, a lot of back and hip pain, it, but it's actually just all hip pain, just multiple areas of the hip that are jacked up. There's days where it hurts to stand up. So I get it. And whatever else is going on with this lady that was sitting down that refused to get up, I, I, I get it. But she's young. So the, the elderly woman was wanting to sit there and she gets mad now this is what the disabled person wrote this is all on reddit at the next stop some entitled karen gets on the bus and stands next to me with a displeased look on her face 
the entitled woman said, excuse me. I responded, hello, do you need something? The entitled woman added, you know that there are older people on this bus who need to sit. People like me. I said, I'm sorry, there are people, there are probably other seats in the back. I really need to sit. And she said, stop talking this nonsense. You are a healthy young girl who is clearly healthy. I need to sit. I replied, I might look healthy, but I am not. And young people can be ill too. So please leave me alone. Then the older woman sat on the disabled passenger. What the hell? I will say this. It's a great example of you just don't know what other people are going through, right? And you shouldn't judge a person. You don't judge a book by a cover, right? We've heard that cliche. This is a great example. You don't know what other people are going through. You don't know. And, and to be honest, it's... So she, was she the only person on the bus? No. So it sounds like that she kind of, you know, focused on this young lady. And she's just like, she's young. She needs to get up. If I was on the bus and I saw an older lady that needed a, you know, a chair, I'll stand up. I've done it several times. Okay, I don't, I don't keep a list. I don't have like a list and be like, well, today <laughs> I did it this many times. No, but that if I'm able to stand up, I will do it. But there has been times where I've been in so much pain with my hip that I'm like, I, I can't, I can't do it. And I feel horrible, but that's just the way it is. But if I can, if my wife needs to sit, I'll, I'll, there's times where I'll, you know, I'll, I'll screw it. I'll let her sit. I don't want to be a jerk. But for her to sit on her, that's messed up. And for her to judge this, this young lady and just be like, no, you're young. You look young. You should be healthy. We all have our issues. Look at me. If, if you've ever seen me, you're thinking, man, that guy is healthy. He, he's, he's got the body of, of a god. <laughs> what would be wrong with him? <laughs> Nobody says that. <laughs> Nobody says that. But my hip, I tore my, my hip labrum because when I was born, I had like a little bump on the top of my femur bone. So as I walked and ran through my entire life, it was slowly wearing out my hip labrum. And eventually, I want to say like five years ago, five, six years ago, it eventually tore. It was slowly uh, shredding. And I had symptoms of it where all of a sudden I'd be uh, running along and then my hip would kind of go out and I would lose my balance and almost fall. And then eventually one day it just tore. Worst place it could be was I was up camping in the mountains and we were on kind of a sloped hill and apparently when uh because of the the angle my my body was at it really just was the final straw and just ripped it and then i was uh, had difficulty walking extreme pain whatever but nobody would believe it like it was always one of those ongoing jokes that people that i worked with would just laugh at me and just be like oh you old man you and your hip problems and at the time, I was in my 30s. So it's like, it, it can happen to anybody. And then and then real quick, after I had repair, uh, hip repair, which they should have just, they said afterwards, we should have just done the 
the replacement, but we did repair. We didn't know how bad it was really until we got in there. Anyway, I'm healing up. I'm on crutches for I don't know how many weeks. Then I get to the point where I, I'm not on crutches anymore, but I, I'm told, like, you can't run. You can't do anything unless it's in physical therapy. Otherwise, it's just you don't lift anything, nothing, not even your kids, which was really hard to do. And it really broke my daughter's heart, especially because she's so young. Now she's eight. So she was like little bitty and I'm not allowed to hold her. So I remember leaving the radio station one day and there's these people loading um, some tables and taking them into the building. I held the door open for them. And then one lady was in the back of a truck and she's like, I, I need your help to lift this. And I was like, I can't. I, I'm, not a, I'm not allowed to lift stuff. I just had hip surgery. And then she just starts yelling at me and calling me a lazy asshole or whatever she called me. I don't know. It was a bunch of bad things. And she's all, you look perfectly fine to me. Such a piece of shit and blah, blah, blah. She's just ripping into me. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Should pull my pants down and show you all the the, the incisions? <laughs> so I did. No, I'm just kidding. We're like, whoa, <laughs> sorry. Wait, what are we doing here? Are we really doing this? <laughs> but you can't do that. You can't judge a book by its cover. Yes. Now, somebody else should have stood up and said, ma'am, you can sit here. Sit here. And I'm really talking to the dudes because that's really what a guy should be doing is giving up their seat to a woman and just be, that's the thing. Now, I know that's kind of frowned upon by in this day and age. A lot of people are like, no, no, no. You got to treat everybody equal. Until you try to get, until somebody needs a seat, <laughs> then it's like, you better fucking do it, dude. Give the lady your seat. Now, that being said, the older lady, she shouldn't have acted like that. You can't act, you can't treat people like that just because you're older doesn't mean that you deserve a seat. Okay. But somebody else should have stood up literally and, and gave up her seat. I don't know. Let me know your thoughts on that. Dehuff uncensored at gmail.com or Dehuff podcast at gmail.com. Either one works. Or you can hit me up on social media at Dehuff podcast. I, it's kind of a mixed bag on the, on that thing. If I'm in that situation, if I can't move, like there's been times where it just like hurts so bad to, to move, I'm not giving up my seat. And I'm going to be a very aggressive when I talk to the lady and very descriptive of what is wrong with me. So I make her feel bad, <laughs> right? Because she's not going to bite. Be like, well, I'm sick. And I'm giving you vague answers of what's wrong with me. No, I'm going to be freaking ex very, very graphic, <laughs> right? You know how hard it is to, you know, go to the bathroom when you can't even walk? <laughs> I had my kids, like, pull my pants up for me. Do you know how damaging that is to them? <laughs> uh, they're still in therapy. They are. Hey, we got more coming your way, but first, uh, Sugar Fire in Westminster it's my go-to barbecue place. I was just there last night for, uh, you know, watching football, having some drinks. Oh, my God. They got a new fall drink menu. It's so freaking good. They gave me their spin on an old-fashioned, but it was kind of like a spiced-up old-fashioned. 
And I was a little hesitant. I'm like, I don't know. Is this like a pumpkin spice trendy thing? No, it is not. It was so delicious. Really good. I'll have to get the full ingredient list on that one and tell you about it later. But it was so good. They got a lot of great drink specials along with their great food. You know, baby back ribs, beef brisket, pulled pork, turkey, burgers, all prepared to perfection every single day by Chef Clint, who's classically trained, and his amazing staff at Sugar Fire in Westminster. Uh, if you follow them on social media, at Sugar Fire Westie, they, every day they, they post their, their daily specials. Like today, I believe Tuesday is Bronco Burger, which is a double cheeseburger, bacon, brisket, pickle, onion, and Texas hot sauce. It looks so good. I just want to eat it every single day. Now, every Saturday, they have burnt ends. Every Sunday, they have uh, smoked fried wings with your choice of St. Louis sweet barbecue sauce, house buffalo, or Thai sweet chili. Oh, actually, they even have Nashville hot. So that's just their entrees, right? And their specials. Some of their most popular specialty sides are hash brown casserole, Brussels sprouts, and sweet chili which I, I met a guy last night that was hammering those and I was talking to him. I was like, are those not the best Brussels sprouts you've ever had? And it's funny because I just met the dude and he's like, and he just goes, yes, absolutely. I never would have thought to the way they cook it and the way they mix it in is it's so simple, but so, so elegant. That's his words, not mine. I may have exaggerated what he said, but it's true. It's true. It's so good. They also have cucumber salad, smashed loaded potatoes, sugar fire in Westminster, by far my favorite barbecue place in the state of Colorado. It's family friendly, perfect for date night. There's a couple people there last night that I met that on date night. And I'm like, this is perfect, isn't it? They can even cater for those special family events like weddings, holiday parties. You guys have big meetings at the office, holiday parties for your office too. That's where you go. Sugar Fire in Westminster. It's just off 144th and Orchard Parkway. So just east of Huron or just west of I-25, however you want to say it. But on the south side of 144th Avenue, it's it's amazing. Uh, just great food, great people. You're going to really enjoy it. And like I said, amazing drinks. You got to go out there. Even if you just want to go there and sit down, watch some sports on the TV at the bar, they're going to hook you up with some amazing just amazing cocktails. Follow them on social media at Sugarfire Westy. Sugarfire in Westminster, reinventing barbecue every single day. So the Colorado Buffaloes are making headlines across the nation due to Dion Sanders and company, and they're just doing really well. And, and it's Dion, Neon Dion Sanders. How can you not love that dude? And what's, you know, and the fact that Folsom Field is just like packed and sold out, it, it's because of him and in the energy he's bringing, he is bringing a positive energy to the university of Colorado. That's been missing for a while. And that's really cool. But when you talk about negative energy, a lot of people are bagging on the small scoreboard at Folsom field. Like it freaking matters. I'm it's weird because listen, size doesn't matter. Okay. Gosh, you guys are so mean. It's what you do with it, okay? <laughs> it's what I tell myself every day in the mirror. 
no, it, it's funny because like when I go to a game, I I don't want to be looking at a giant TV. I know Empower Field where the Broncos play, Mile High Stadium, they they just invested in that gigantic screen. And that's cool, I guess, but I don't want to be at a game and staring at the TV because it's clear. If that doesn't exist, I'm going to be watching the game. Now, if you're up in the nosebleeds, I guess that's one of those things where you're like, well, I'm, I guess you're kind of forced to, to watch that because otherwise you're watching a bunch of ants down there, essentially. But at Folsom Field, there's not really, in comparison, it doesn't feel like there's very many nosebleeds in, in comparison to Mile High. So I, I have a hard time with it. I'm like, I don't care if their scoreboard is small. If they keep winning, who gives a crap? Michael Miller wrote in on Twitter, it's not the size of the scoreboard that matters. It's how you get down to business between the lines. <laughs> what do you mean by that, Mike? <laughs> you pervert. I know what you mean. I I don't know. You you tell me. Is do the do the buffs really need to invest in a bigger scoreboard? I don't think so. I don't think that's necessary. It it's it's the trendy thing to do, but is it necessary? I don't think so. I would rather see them spend that money somewhere else. And, and you know, to other programs or or whatever. Pay the teachers better. I don't know. It, it's uh, although I think the professors there make pretty decent money. So I don't, I don't know for sure, but you tell me your thoughts on that. Dehuff podcast at gmail.com. Should they get a bigger scoreboard? Does it matter? I don't think it matters, but if you have it, you know, it, is it really causing any harm? If you upgrade the only harm would be, you know, where could that money have gone instead of going towards a scoreboard? Is that scoreboard going to bring in more revenue? Well, maybe if you get it sponsored, I guess. You know, the DeHuff Uncensored scoreboard at Folsom Field. There you go. Boom. I'll pay you guys five bucks a game. <laughs> that money's going to you, Dion. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, kind of sad news. I, I should say it is sad news. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is done for the season with the New York Jets. And there was a lot of hype going into it, you know, go, leaving the Packers and going to the Jets. But he played last night on Monday Night Football, and he hardly played any any amount of time uh, with them. And then he goes down with an Achilles um, tear. And they just confirmed that this morning. So that's sad. And it would be really tasteless if I played this soundbite. Achilles! Thankfully, I didn't because that would have been just messed up. Achilles! Listen, I know Scott Hastings, who I'm buddies with, who's been on this program, the voice of the Denver Nuggets. He, when I had my hip surgery, actually, he had his Achilles surgery because he tore his Achilles. I guess Scotty was trying to move a shed <laughs> and he was pushing it. And next thing you know, he felt a pop, and I believe it just rolled up his back, uh, back of his his leg, or I say his leg, his lower, you know, foot, 
you know, leg part, and, and he tore his Achilles. And he actually just posted on his Instagram uh, a picture of the post-surgery, all the staples in the back of his where his Achilles is. It, it's a huge scar. It's a horrible injury, especially if you're an athlete. And to recover from that is crazy. The Scott was saying that he was not able to put any sort of pressure on his foot after surgery for two months. Two months, zero pressure. That had to be up. You can't put it down because then it could jeopardize the healing process. That's scary. When I had my hip, uh, you know, uh, reconstruction uh, for the uh, hip labrum, I was supposed to put like heart, like they tell you like how much weight you can put on your, on your, uh, your leg when you're, you're recovering. Well, after I want to say I had my hip surgery and then the next week my wife had to go out of town for work. So I had to on crutches recovering from hip surgery. I had to, you know, make the kids dinner and all this stuff. And, and, so there's times where I'm like, I screw it. I'm like, I just have to put my foot down and I don't, I'm doctor's not here to yell at me. <laughs> so I would do it. But the Achilles, that's a much worse injury, much worse. And you look at the recovery period. That's horrible. I don't know how Aaron Rodgers, if he comes back next year, as far as he's old, let's be honest. Your body doesn't recover like it used to when you're that old. And, and in sports terms, yeah, he, he's, quote-unquote, a dinosaur. His body's not going to recover like other people's do, younger people's. So it'll be interesting to see how that works for him. And it's sad because he was so amped up to come in and, and do good things for the Jets organization. And it sucks for Jets fans out there. If you're a Jets fan, you're like, Really? Now we got Zach Milf Hunter Wilson taking over as QB. That's horrible. Horrible. It's not going to be fun for Jets fans this year. You got Jets and Broncos on October 8th at Mile High. That has a completely different vibe now. There was so much energy going into that game, even though it's a month away, because of all the drama between... Denver Broncos former head coach Nathaniel Hackett, who's now the offensive coordinator for the Jets and his buddy Aaron Rodgers and how they came out and kind of, you know, Sean Payton said what he said in regards to um, the old coaching staff and how they just were awful, the worst he's ever seen, blah, 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 blah. And then Aaron Rodgers defends them. And now you don't have that drama on the field. Now you got, like I said, Zach Wilson on the field leading the charge for the Jets. We'll see what the Jets do. They may bring in. There's been rumblings, rumblings, but I can't see it happening. I think it was uh, Schlereth and Evans this morning on 104.3 The Fan were saying, All right, what if uh, Philip Rivers came out of retirement to play? I don't know if he would do that. I don't. He's so busy with his, like, 20 kids or whatever he has. <laughs> he has a lot. He has a lot. I can't imagine him doing that. And I, I really hope to God 
that Tom Brady doesn't come out of retirement. These guys need to stay retired. They do. Because it, it's a joke. But that being said, if you're, if you're a Jets fan, wh- who the heck do you want to take the reins? Do you just want to trust in Zach Wilson, a guy that is kind of an arrogant little D-bag running your show? Think about your, your business wherever you work. If your main boss, who let's just assume that they're really good, goes down with an illness and isn't able to take take over, and you want the assistant manager taking over, even though they're kind of a, a, a dipshit, do you want that to happen? Because that's happened <laughs> plenty of times in, in businesses I've been in, whether it's radio or in the restaurant industry. I've been that guy that takes over, and I have no clue what I'm doing. But you got to do it because that's your job to take over for the the main the main person. I mean, that's hard. Do you or do you bring somebody in that has more experience? But that being said, you're you're bringing in somebody that might not be that great. It's it's going to be very interesting to see what the New York Jets do. I wouldn't doubt it if you hear more rumblings within this week. I can't imagine it goes beyond this week as far as the rumor mill goes. But I I would imagine this week you're going to hear a lot of rumors of former quarterbacks, Tom Brady, maybe Phillip Rivers. I can't imagine there's anybody else that would really be a a true upgrade to um, Zach Wilson. I don't know. It sucks for the Jets fandom. I, I feel bad for you guys. I mean, we got the Denver Broncos and their issues right now. We'll see what the Denver Broncos do, see if they can move forward after their, their you know, negative performance. I blame mostly, okay, these are, real quick, while we're talking about the Denver Broncos, they lost by one point to the freaking Las Vegas Raiders. If Will Lutz, their crappy kicker, makes his field goals, that's four points because he missed an extra point and he missed a three-pointer, which he should have been able to get. He makes those, they win the game, obviously, but he didn't. Also, Sean Payton, man, don't call an onside kick just to start the game. That being said, if it would have worked, nobody would have batted an eye. They'd be like, that's our guy. That's our co- That's our coach, man. <laughs> but you didn't recover. So now we can say that was a dumb call. Again, you you convert it, we think you're a genius. Let's not do that shit anymore because that really kind of started the trend in a negative way. So I expect the Denver Broncos to, one, Will Lutz, make your stupid field goals. Sean Payton, do a better job coaching. Let's be a little bit more aggressive. And let's get more points on the board. Pretty freaking simple. You're not going to win games if you're if you're still in the teens, okay? 16 points, not good enough. Let's get into the 20s, okay? Then I'll be a little happier. You got Washington Commanders coming in to mile high. I expect you guys to lay the hammer down and beat the snot out of the Commanders, okay? Make it happen. Write it down, Sean Payton. Let's win, and let's win big. 
Let's erase the, the nonsense that happened in week one and move forward and whoop some ass. Okay, boom. Done with it. Done with it. Don't want to bring it up again. My goodness. My goodness. All right. <laughs> Sorry, that stuff just drives me nuts. Drives me nuts. I Like, I appreciate what he was trying to do, Sean Payton. But it's like, dude, you, mm, mm, you didn't convert it. So now we hate you. We hate you. You convert it. We love you and think you're the greatest ever. That's just the way it works. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. And thanks to everybody that was able to come out last night at Sugar Fire in Westminster. I'm going to be doing it again next week, all throughout the football season, with the exception of Christmas Day. We're going to be out there starting at 6 to 8 at Sugar Fire in Westminster. It's going to be a lot of fun. Met a lot of new listeners, and it's really neat to see you guys and actually put a face to some of the people that I, I interact with on social media, as well as the people that are interested in a breath of fresh air. Is, you know, that's how I sell it. Like, listen to me. I'm a breath of fresh air. <laughs> now, the, the fresh of it, the air comes from my back end, but hey, I didn't tell them that. They'll figure that out eventually. <laughs> But it was nice to see a lot of you guys. And don't forget, when you go out there on Monday nights, it's a great place to just sit down, get some drinks, and just watch the game. And maybe get some sides. You know, you got those amazing sides that we'll talk about later in the week. But uh, anyway, thank you guys for coming out. Thanks for supporting the podcast. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Big thanks to Sugar Fire in Westminster. Also, Superbook Sports Colorado. I'm off to go sew a button on my pants <laughs> and I better not forget because I'm going to be out somewhere and all of a sudden i be like, why are my pants falling down? Oh my God. And the next thing you know, I'm on a list and that's not going to be fun. It's not. Anyway, thank you guys so much. Let's keep moving forward. Hopefully you laughed a little bit in this episode. Hopefully you did. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.